In a podcasting world filled with true crimes, insane interview podcasts, and gross celeb news stories, Bryce and Ren, that's us, try to do the impossible. Create a podcast that'll help you survive your commute or workday. to Bryce and Ren and Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide. My name is Bryce Henderson. I'm one of the co-hosts of this podcast. Today we'll be discussing Season 3, Episode 15 of Ned's Declassified, titled Fundraising and Competitions, as well as Season 3, Episode 16 of Ned's Declassified, titled New Friends and Positive and Negatives. Uh, with me, as always, to break down all things Ned's Declassified, uh, is my co-host Renan Fontes. Ren, I noticed that you were in the short chair today. What happened? I'm in the short chair today? Yeah. What the hell are you talking about? Ren, it's a reference to the episode on Nancy Classified that you just watched. Why are which... you assuming I watched anything tonight? Okay, <laughs> good. We're in... Well, okay, so fine. Let me get you caught up, Ren. <laughs> Let me get you caught up uh, in case you missed something. Previously on Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide. Is that oh the good? episode we watched tonight? Yes. All right, yes. now I understand what you're saying. Thank you for the recap. Anytime. Um, no, do you Loomer and Ned raced for the short chair? Yeah, I know competition. We all have a little bit of a. We'll we'll get to it. You know, a little Darwinism tonight. Yeah. Uh, watch out for marbles. That's that was my big takeaway. Is <laughs> Did watch you play out marbles a lot as a kid. I uh, I didn't. I didn't. Did you watch Squid Game? Did I watch Squid. I didn't watch Squid Game. Okay, there's a marble situation. You know the gist, right? Yeah, I know the gist of Squid Game. Yeah. Um, there's Did a situation. When I play a marble death game, no. I kind of end the podcast. It would. You have to it make would. it like a series finale. It would be yeah. It would be a it would be a finale to remember. Which Brace and Red recreate the Marble Squid Game. Yeah, that. so that section is wild. Because um, the task for that is they have to split off into teams of two. They don't know why. And then they find out that they're competing against each other in a game of marbles. They can decide on the game, but it's whoever gets all the marbles in the end wins. Mm-hmm. And if they if you it like hasn't been decided by the end of the time, then they both die. So it's intense. I love, I like a good death game concept. So Squid Games has been something I've been wanting to watch for a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a good one. Then that's like the, that's that's the episode that people point to and then um, as like, as the best one. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's good. It's not bad. Um, let me know what you think. Also, I do want to talk Mad Men at one point, Renan. Oh yeah, definitely. you're in season five now, right? I'm in season five. Um, Sally's moved. I assume Glenn will uh, somehow follow her. <laughs> Um, and that's that's the main thing that I've been following and really into. Mad Glenn. Yeah. Um, Jonah from Superstore just showed up. Oh yeah, Ginsburg. He's great. Yeah, he's on here, so he's he's doing some impressions. It seems like, and uh, it's been good. It's been good. Um, your seasons four and five are my personal favorites. Interesting. I told I told Jenna today, and this is, um. 
seems like a harsh statement, but it's it doesn't it doesn't mean as much as it sounds like. I mm-hmm. don't think, friend. This is my personal opinion. I don't believe that Mad Men is one of the greatest shows of all time. Oof, Bryce. I know. And it's, I, it doesn't... I couldn't, I couldn't disagree more. It doesn't mean that I'm not loving it. It doesn't mean that I don't think Don Draper uh, is a fantastic character amongst the rest of the cast. Um, Pete Campbell is another... like I, All things Pete Campbell, I'm about. I think that his growth has been extreme. Um, I just... You know, it's not not in my personal like top five, and that's okay. I love it. I'm really enjoying it, but it's thus far not in my top five. I hear the last season is is killer, so I'm excited for that. I'm um, curious but, how you'll take the next two seasons. Yeah, there season six in particular can be mm-hmm. a little bit. It's like the uh, uh, I don't know what to really compare it to. It doesn't yeah. really have like a comparison point in like a uh, television. I guess like season mm-hmm. two of The Wire. Yeah, it's, it's it's a weird change of face. Mm-hmm. I love that, but uh, this the series finale in general. It is a it's an all star finish. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. Like as I get towards the end, I'm excited to see how this whole story wraps up. Um, no, I think like my, I think my, it's not even a complaint. But why is Betty here? Like, I mean, I, she's barely around though. I, I know. Like, but if I, anything, I, I think Madman does a good job at, like, phasing her out appropriately while acknowledging she exists. I feel like her story is still, like, too dominant. Like, we just had her, like, her cancer scare happen, uh, where I'm at with her. Uh, in the previous season, you know, she's struggling again with, like, her mental health. Uh, she's still not super happy, even though she thinks that she has the life that like she's always wanted it's still like not what she's always wanted um i don't know so, like, i i need I, there to be really solid payoff with her because I, I i like i think don as a family man is important so i think the kids like sally and billy like i think that the kids being involved in the show is still important but i'm just not uh I, i'm not invested in her i will say that betty has some of the best payoff in the show yeah but, like, I, I don't agree that she's too heavy, because if you compare to how she's in the first three seasons, mm-hmm. where she's in every single episode and is pr- often the B-plot to Dawn, mm-hmm. like, when we get to seasons four and five, I don't even think she's in half the episodes of season four. And she's definitely not in even half of five. It's, I, for me, it's still too much. I, I just, I need to be seeing stuff in the office. Like, I, I want to be seeing stuff around uh, the firm. How could you not want to be... At Sterling Cooper Draper Price all the time, though. Yeah, I know. It's it's ideal. It's ideal. I I just I love the setting shift and I love the personality it brings yeah. to pretty much everything. Yeah, uh, I like that. Um, Don getting married to Megan was something that I I was like, oh, are we really doing this? But I love it. Um, I I love the stuff that the energy and like the storylines that it's brought up in season five. I like how it's changed Don as a character. Did you like um, her uh, Zuby Zuby Zoo performance? Zuby Zuby Zoo. <laughs> that's like that's um, um, it's like the prototype for L to the OG. It is, yeah. I definitely, I would say I liked it. I would not say I liked it as much as uh, some of the cast uh, or some of the characters of Mad Men um, liked it. But yeah, uh, I like I've enjoyed my time with Mad Men, and I, I'm gonna be sad to see it go. Uh, so. I'm most excited to discuss it with you once you're finished. Yeah. 
Because for me, Mad Men is very much a, you know, the whole of it. Yeah. I can't, I, like, I can discuss it season by season, mm -hmm. but, like, the, like, just everything about it, to me, I see it as one big picture. Yeah, which is, because I was saying to Jenna, I couldn't imagine watching this show as it came out. I, because it, thus far, it has felt like a single unit. Like, the Mm -hmm. only real, like, things that separate it to me, like, in my mind, is there's, um, the end of, like, well, there's the selling of the firm to the British folks. Yeah. And then there's the start of the new firm. And, like, those are the only, like, time periods within the show. And I couldn't even tell you what seasons at this point. I couldn't tell you what seasons those happened. But, like, those are the only clear timelines. And so everything else just feels like a solid block. Yeah. Until the last season, that's basically the uh, before and after of Mad Men's, yeah. like, timeline. Yeah. You have the pre-SCDP stuff, mm-hmm. then the post. Yeah. But, like, uh-huh. watching it live... uh. I love the show. It's always been like pretty much my favorite show. Yeah. Since I watched it, but mm-hmm. I started watching it as season five was coming out. And pretty much every single year I was afraid that someone in the cast was gonna die. And that would just yeah. be it for Mad Men. And mm-hmm. it it's it's a sl- it's slow to watch week to week too. Yeah. Especially when it was going up against stuff like Game of Thrones by the end. Mm-hmm. It mm. also it reminds me so much. And I hope that I'm not I hope I'm saying this and that uh, this stays true to the end. The Don and Peggy of it all is the drama equivalent of Liz and uh, Jack. Yes, I completely agree. In so many ways, and I love it. Um, I I love how 30 Rock even references that in the the later seasons. Do they? Uh, Yeah, I mean, so not not having, like, any knowledge about Mad Men before watching this, I I wouldn't have recognized that in 30 Rock, but I'm glad that they do. Um, Because they are, like, that dynamic is so similar. And I'm I'm assuming that they were, that they overlapped. uh, Yeah, they did overlap. They overlapped by uh, most of their seasons, I think. That's what I would guess, yeah. Um, And so it feels like it's hard for me to watch Mad Men and not think of elements of 30 Rock. Um, and just like some of the style, the different character interactions, and I see them both as um, like a reflection of the other. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I've I've enjoyed my time with it, uh, and I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how it all ends up, Ren. Uh, how far are you into season five? Because I cannot wait to discuss the season five finale. Um, let me think about what I'm currently watching. Um. Joan's husband is currently back. Greg. The episode I'm watching. Sure. Um, <laughs> sure. Dr. That's Greg. what we want to call him. Yes, <laughs> Dr. Greg, the military man himself. He's always wanted to be a surgeon at all costs. Um, yeah, he's back right now. And Peggy just was given like 400 bucks to do a Mohawk air ad. So you're like halfway through or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um Nedzy classified though. We want to talk what? good TV. Top five shows of all time, right? It's uh, you know, when people talk about the best shows of all time, mm-hmm. The Wire, The Sopranos, yeah. the Nedzy Classified School Survival Guide. You watch Sopranos? I haven't watched The Sopranos, but okay. I want to. Yeah, I'll have to 
I haven't watched it either, but I'll have to... Uh... Like uh, Gabagool, that's where it comes from. Yeah, I'm trying to kind of, if you haven't noticed, trying to really check some shows off my list um, this year. So what, what what do you have under your belt for prestige television left? I mean, really, like, Sopranos. Um... Have you watched Six Feet Under? No, Six Feet Under. I want to get to, um... well, there's another HBO one. Um it's lesser talked about band of brothers which oh, band i know you watched you really like yeah band of brothers is amazing um, i think have you seen deadwood you have right that's western right no yeah, no i haven't oh no no that's a good one so yeah pretty much like anything hb like hbo just puts out such good stuff they do um so there's still s- such a large back catalog there for me to touch um boardwalk empire i know like people don't talk about it. i don't think that the ending's fantastic as far as i know but like it's something i've always really wanted to watch i haven't so seen i might it. get to that at one point i know that people who like it really like it yeah so i imagine it's one of those shows where if it clicks you're probably gonna enjoy it to the end yeah um it's both like the appeal of steve buscemi and the setting are yeah. what make me <laughs> interested in it i mean a steve buscemi led hbo drama mm-hmm. that alone is so interesting come on uh can you believe uh that westworld is as trash as it is I so stopped upset. watching Westworld like four yeah. episodes into season two. Yeah, right. right. I, best, I never dropped shows. Because um, I was thinking, as I was saying to Jenna, you know, I love Mad Men, but I don't like it. I don't think it's breaking my like best shows of all time right now. Um, in my mind, I was thinking, like, what are shows that I feel are better? And like, I would put season one of Westworld above, but you got to look at it as a, as a full, and it just, <laughs> the show itself has fallen so far. The show itself drags the whole thing down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ren, uh, Boardwalk Empire is kind of like a carnival, and Ned and Cookie kind of put together a carnival. To In a Boardwalk Empire, they have to fundraise to sell mm-hmm. uh, bootleg alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. There's a... Um, <laughs> Ren, there's... Good job, we did it. <laughs> there's, yeah, Ned and Cookie... Okay, so... Uh, this first section is fundraising and um, starts with Durga giving a real inspirational speech to the students, calling them weak and flabby, <laughs> which is supreme. Um, she yells at them all that she, because they're so weak and flabby, she needs to buy new gym equipment. And in order to fund it, they all need to sell $60 worth of chocolate bars. So is the gym equipment currently at the middle school too heavy for the middle schoolers to use? Yeah, yeah, I would guess so. It was pretty, yeah. As kids have gotten more weak and flabby, the gym equipment has stayed the same, and because of that, yeah. Um, so what's, what's making these kids so weak, though? Like, do they got brittle bones or something? It's, have you seen Wally? Have I seen Wally? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen the, I've seen the Pixar the, animated the, picture Wally. Yeah, the, it's the space of it all. Being in oh. space so long makes your bones weak. So this is like a Wally prequel. They're set, yeah. They're the school is in space. So when when do we get to the trash planet? Uh, well, they left Wally. Yeah, they left the trash planet. Well, so. uh, well, I want. What's the point of making it a Wally spinoff if I don't see them? Well, because you can watch Wally afterwards. Like uh-huh. it, it flows naturally if you go from the season three finale of Ned's into Wally. So should we watch the season three finale with Wally in Wally. the same day? <laughs> uh- <laughs> No, because I would have way more to say about Wally than I probably will about the season three finale of Ned's. Oh, without a doubt. I, yeah. I think we could fill out a good two hours about Wally. Wally, yeah. Um, 
I don't want to survive. I want to live. That quote's from Wally. Um, it's like one of my favorite quotes. Of all oh, time. I have a favorite quote from tonight's episodes. Oh, um, Ned's up real quick. Okay. Uh, hopelessness and despair, agony. We're all gonna die. <laughs> yeah. So kind of the same theme you're going off of, but yeah. uh, in, a, in a different direction. Yeah. Well, I would say, Ren, um, not to jump too far ahead, but there's a positive and negative to everything. I would say that I'm perhaps the positive here and you are the negative. <laughs> I think you might be right. Yeah. Um, I was getting, you know, I'll get to that question, Ren, but I do want to discuss which one of us is the is which. Are we both maybe the same? Who knows? Um, but yeah, so they got to sell some chocolate bars. Uh... And Durga has put a golden ticket inside of five of them that offer 20% off of a paper order. Uh, Bryce, I think you're confusing this with The Office. Okay. The, that's actually Dwight's idea. He loves the film uh, Willy Wonka and mm-hmm. the Cho- Chocolate yeah. Factory. Mm-hmm. So he came up with that golden, the golden ticket idea yeah. to David Wallace. Well, Dwight, I think that it's a fantastic idea. Uh, <laughs> And, you know, we gotta promote you. Should we just talk about this episode of The Office instead? <laughs> we are doing everything but talking about Ned's tonight, Ren. Well, that's because uh, the episodes weren't that bad. Uh, the episode of Ned's? Yeah, right? Yeah, they were fine. Yeah. They were fine. I had that thought when I was watching. Um, it was neither a positive nor a negative. They were just, they were fine. Um, yeah, uh, no, there's, Durga's gonna put a golden ticket in here. You win a TV and a video game system. Uh, Ned and Cookie will eat their entire amounts of chocolate, which is, um, they will not get the golden ticket in their box, and then they will realize that they now need to find a new way to fundraise to pay back Durga, uh, her money and rent, should I? This is Durga. I want my 60 bucks! Yeah. Uh, she wants her money. And why shouldn't she? They ate the candy. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. uh, you know, this is why they give kids the Yankee Candle catalogs to sell, and not the Yankee Candles. True. They eat the candles. Mm-hmm. But then again, you don't want to order chocolate. You want to eat it right there. Yeah, you don't, right? Chocolate's one of those things where it's, it needs to be instantly gratifying. It's not going to be instantly gratifying if you buy it and then it's going to get shipped to you like two months later. You know, so wait, by the time that comes, you might not even want the chocolate anymore. No. Who ordered this? Or I don't I want this. I'm sending it back. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she's going to, you know, want her money. Wants her 60 bucks. And so Ned and Cookie will have to find a new way to fundraise. Moses' whole thing here is that she has one chocolate bar left, but she doesn't sell the friends and family. Rand, why? Um, you why? Know why? Yeah, it's because they needed to have give Moe's a plot. I, I did, this is like the, one of the few things I distinctly disliked about tonight's episodes. Yeah. I don't like, it's stupid. Just dumb. Yeah, just let Moe sell to um whoever she wants. Right? Like, it's so much weirder to have her stopping herself from selling to fans, friends and family. Yeah. And also, like, who, um, she considers Gordy to be a friend or family. He's too old to be considered a friend. Yeah, that bothered me too. I was <laughs> like, unless he's your father, this is a no-go. Um, you know, you should just sell it to Gordy. Um, Gordy even like wears disguises to try to buy the, the chocolate bar. And I think chocolate's so bad. I think he's as pissed off about her not selling to friends and family as us. And that's the only reason why he works so hard to, to buy it from her. It must be it. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, so she's doing that. Ned and Cookie, they're going to fundraise, try out a couple of different fundraisers. They're going to set up like a throw a ball at some bottles, like Carnival game. And then Coconut Head will break a window. Which Didn't will... uh, Newt and Corey do this once? Uh, they had the kissing booth. Right, it was the kissing booth. Yes. Should th is that what Ned and Cookie were missing out on? <laughs> you know, they could have made so much money with a kissing booth. Yes. Who doesn't want to kiss the kid who's always uh, changing his personality every few weeks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So who wouldn't want that? And then Cookie could be there too, right? <laughs> uh, you could have your choice. Kiss Cookie or Ned for five bucks. How were people lining up for that with Corey? They, uh... Good question. You know, it's just one of those... Suspension of disbelief, you know? Yeah. You just have to accept, accept some fantastical elements. Yeah, I because based on everything we know about Koi, Koi would need to be paying other people. And, like, that's not that's not okay either. Like, he must be reviled at this point by his school. Yeah. Um, and so, sure enough, yeah, so they're gonna... Let's throw this ball at some bottles. We're gonna try that. Um, they're gonna try a half court shot uh in in between a basketball like game during halftime where you take a half court shot from the middle of the court and you win cookies bicycle this was all ned's plan carmelo what do you think come on Ned. that's not your best plan yeah i have to agree on, with carmelo on this one yeah not the not his best work uh because he the coconut head nails the shot gets cookies bike I like that Coconut Head nails the shot because Cookie puts the blindfold on him, spins him, and then turns him around. Yeah. I mean, he's but... good. Coconut Head's good. Should we invite Coconut Head? Onto the podcast? He's risen, right? I mean, he got up this Sunday. He woke up. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I mean... I hope so, at least. Yeah, I would assume so. I think he's too big time for us, Ren. You think he's too busy? He's of the of the people on this cast, he's the one that has the most post-Ned success. Rob Pinkston. Yeah. Yeah, it's him. I mean, maybe Gordy, but he doesn't count. So, otherwise it's going to be Coconut Head. Yeah. Um Mose is going to go door to door, rare shot of Mose outside of school trying to sell a singular chocolate bar. Um Ren, I want to play this for you. Let's. You and I don't usually play games on the podcast, but we should play a game. What are we playing, right? Okay. Um, it's going to be fill in the blank, okay? Moses is going to lead us in here. Let's go. Well, I know who you are. You're here to suck out my brains and bring them back to your mothership. But you can't have them because I have a head protector. Look, do you want to buy the candy bar, you crazy... I don't think I'm allowed to say that, right? <laughs> So, what was Moe's gonna say? You crazy what? You I crazy? guess it's one of life's mysteries. Yeah. I was left, I've watched the clip like 10 times, and I was like, what was she gonna say? I need to know, you crazy person? You crazy lady? You crazy friend? <laughs> you cr crazy... Crazy co buddy? Cohort? <laughs> uh, who knows? Who knows? There's so many words in the English language, Bryce. Yeah, and I assume uh, they were all good. <laughs> I assume that they were all good. Um, Ren, uh, how much would you pay to whack a car? Bryce, 
Mm-hmm. I'll pay whatever it takes because I always get in line for the boys. <laughs> <laughs> you really gotta record that one again. Yeah, I do. I do. He's sweet. He's not even in this scene. He's not even <laughs> part of this. It's car related, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's the car of it all. It is. Oh, if there's, it's gonna be the only takeaway from this show. The only takeaway from this show from our. Time watching the entire thing is that Sweetie always gets in line for the boys. We'll still be mentioning it like three years into Schoolhouse. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, instead, yeah, so they beat up a car and uh, Gordy went to college, also is something that is noted here. Um, and because he this is his idea, he asks his friend to bring a car, and then Ned and Cookie charge people money to beat it up, but they beat up the wrong car and destroy Krubs's car instead. We've seen Krubs's car before, right? And it wasn't this. I don't know if we have. I I feel like we have. Why would we have seen Krubs's car? I do. They. I. Why did we see Sweeney's? He got in line for the boys. He got in line for the boys, and then he won a car last episode. Ned's declassified Krubs' Krubs car. car? That's not gonna go show up anywhere. Yeah. No. Here, I didn't get anything. No, yeah. I, I just don't feel like that's his car. Well, his car or not, Ren, Ned and Cookie are gonna need to pay Krubs $170 to cover his deductible. That's, uh, that's, that's pretty cheap, all things considered. That yeah, that's what I bad. thought, too. Pretty bad. Yeah. Um... $275 total is what Ned and Cookie end up racking up here as they try to fundraise. Um, what else? Gordy and Moe's get in a fight, so Gordy's not Moe's friend anymore. So Good. He gets Good. <laughs> I'm glad we found a uh, reasonable adult-child relationship. Yes. Finally. Um... However, it does end, so Gordy does it just so he can buy the chocolate bar. He buys it, and then it does end with a note of, maybe we'll be friends again someday. So. She'll befriend her janitor. Yeah, who knows. Uh, the chocolate bar, Gordy throws it away, or whatever. It throws it at Coconut Head, and it has the golden ticket. Who would have thought? Um, yeah. What a win for Coconut Head. He's had a big day. He's had a really big day. I think uh, the only thing really worth noting about this segment yeah. is uh, when they have the teachers mm-hmm. getting soaked at the end, yeah. the little phrases on the board are slug Sweeney, soak crubs, and what I thought was hilarious, because it's so extreme, comparably, drown Durga. <laughs> <laughs> like, slug Sweeney, soak sure. crubs, drown Durga. <laughs> drown her. <laughs> You don't come back yeah. from drowning. You can get slugged and soaked and yeah. be fine, but drowning typically results in death. Yeah, you're, it could have been Dunk Durga. Would have been seemingly appropriate there. Yep, there we go. Dunk um, Durga. Yep. Uh, dip, maybe? Like, uh, I don't know. But, yeah, I think you're right here. <laughs> I think, think that the intent here is for her to swallow a lot of water. Um, Fill up her lungs. <laughs> be a and, uh, Pass on the board. <laughs> Um. Uh. But uh, yeah. I wonder how much. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> no, I gotta say, how much would Ned and Cookie have to pay for that deductible? The drowned Durga deductible. <laughs> I think it's gonna bring up their uh debt to around four hundred eighty. 
Yeah, like all their other um, portion. <laughs> it's a $205 dedu deductible. A Durga's life? Yeah. <laughs> I want my 60 bucks! <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, Ren, did you forget the short chair? The short chair? Yeah. I've I've never been in a class with a short chair in it. Yeah. Well, Ned's gonna get the short chair. Um, well, uh, yeah, because Loomer's gonna throw marbles at Ned, and he's gonna slip and fall in a race. Uh, big continent competition happens. Uh, in... Yeah, you love Survivor. You love this. This is, no, this is, no. It's basically Survivor. You got people in teams doing little mm -hmm. games. Yeah. Some of them got shirts, colorful. Mm -hmm. it's Survivor. Yeah. Um, the shirts that they wear is more valuable than the prize itself. <laughs> you can realize that? Right? It, it, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so they're gonna, so Principal Pal sets up this whole con continent competition in his social studies class. Uh, we're gonna learn about competition in this segment where Ned's gonna pair up with Missy. Because Missy is tenacious and insane. Yeah, which uh, that's Ned thinks that she's a good partner, and I kind of love this. Me too. I like this pairing. Yeah, I like this a lot, especially with like Missy, since we've seen her like uh, rebranded. <laughs> now that she's someone else, uh, we get different teams. Like Loomer and Crony are together. Evelyn and Coconut Head are a team. We don't get much content from them, which disappoints me because that would be fun to watch. We do see them in full war paint by the end of the segment, though, <laughs> which I thought was a very nice touch. Yes. Um, and so they're going to compete throughout. Um, they're they're going to play dirty. Like, everyone's going to play kind of dirty. Ned and Missy trick Loomer and Crony in the first activity by making them swap buckets with them after uh, Loomer and Crony have filled their buckets up and Ned and Missy have left theirs empty. It's kind of funny. Clever. Ren, um, I'm going to quickly cruise through this storyline because I want to talk to you about what's going on with Moe's. I really just one thing with Moe's. Um, and so uh, with the whole continent race thing, uh, essentially Ned's going to learn that um, you can't play dirty. You don't win. He's going to feel guilty. Well, that's not, he... that's not even the lesson. Like, it's not you can't play dirty, you won't win. You can yeah. play dirty, dirty, and you can win, and yeah. you will win. Yeah. It, it just ends up being, like, a moral ethics lesson. Yeah, but is it, is it worth it? Ned, so, but this is also all comes after Ned marbles all of his classmates and clearly <laughs> shatters their kneecaps. Yeah, like, a couple of them have broken bones. I wouldn't be surprised if someone <laughs> snapped their neck hitting that floor. Like, so you know, you many... know what the right marble can do at the right speed? Right? Deadly. Yeah. Yeah, nice uh, Squid Game reference. <laughs> um, yeah, they are, like, all over the floor here. They slip and fall on these marbles, shatter kneecaps everywhere. People can't get up. It's a bloodbath. It is. I've, a... I've never seen anything like it in a Nickelodeon no. show. No, it was gruesome. Um, it was rough. It was something like, um, I think Jigsaw would put something like this together. <laughs> Do you think Ned could become a good apprentice for Jigsaw? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ned, Amanda, and uh, 
uh, Officer uh, Krupski, whatever his name is. Um, yeah. Declassified Saw Survival Guide. Yeah. You have one hour to cross this floor of marbles. Live or die, you decide. I, I think we could come up with some fun saw traps, you and I. Oh, that's... Let's, let's run wild with this floor of marble ideas. We can make, like, a bridge. We can have, like, uh, mm -hmm. spikes underneath, so if you slip, you fall. Mm -hmm. It's fun! It's a game. Yeah. In real life, you poisoned cheese and crackers that you gave to your nephew. Now, <laughs> you have one hour to... Uh... <laughs> Let this to let this mouse eat you out of this <laughs> steel trap. So you, so but you, mice, mice, mice. You, so you have an hour to let a mouse rescue you. Mice, mice can't chew through steel, but they can through chew through your skin, like cheese. Live or die, you decide. But if the mice chew through the skin, you're still in the cage, right? No, it's a steel trap, Ren. What, so what, like, am, I, what am I envisioning? It's your hand. So, like, think of, like, a handcuff. Oh, so, like, uh, the, like, the first saw. Sure. There's a handcuff. Yeah, like, the first saw. And so he can't get his hand out, but a mouse can eat the skin around it. His hand. So he can pull his hand through. Well, I've seen Saw 2, so I simply break my hand. Um... The mouse won't <laughs> let you. The mouse lets me? No, won't let you. Oh, the mouse won't let me? No. Why can't, why can't yeah. Saw puzzles have, like, Breath of the Wild rules to it? If I can if I can come up with a more clever solution, <laughs> give me the Shrine Orb. Yeah, so you're, you're suggesting why don't I just, uh, turn, turn the puzzle upside down and use the backside of it uh with motion controls instead that's what i always do with those yeah. uh puzzles yeah um that's all i got for saw traps on the spot that's um that's it's it. not bad i think it has potential yeah um hmm. okay um uh, what was i gonna say um, you want to talk about mo's yeah do you understand volleyball how do you mean? I want you and I to talk about what we think the rules of volleyball are. Uh, okay. If I know anything, <laughs> yeah. From it's in we is volleyball in Wii Sports. We Sports Resort I, probably. Yeah. Sports Resort. Because uh, yeah. so Mo's averages eleven points a game, which sounds good to me, but she seems devastated. Well, she usually gets twenty. Well, so okay, isn't it just like uh like keep the ball up? So how is she responsible for eleven points or twenty points or whatever? Right? It like I I don't understand. And how how many how long do they just try to keep the ball up? I'm trying to figure out what's an average amount of points in a typical volleyball game. It's d none zero. You just keep the ball up. That's the game. The, you, you let the ball touch the ground, you lose. It's so the ball touches the ground for anybody, and it's done just once. Whichever, if it touches the ground on your side, your team loses for good. I mean, yeah, you might play in rounds, but definitely not twenty rounds of let's keep the ball up. That's a pretty boring game. It's like a tennis. You got to yeah. keep the ball up so you can no, get the ball down. No tennis. That's not how that works. 
you smack the ball to get it down on the other side. Um, Haven't you ever played Mario Tennis, Bryce? No. It's on uh, NSO now. Okay, so I should check it out? Yeah, check it out. Mario Tennis 64. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't. I feel like volleyball is a little bit uh, like they people play it however they want. It's the rules are too loose. Should we make a stricter, more rigid version of volleyball? I think so. I think like instead of rounds, I think a single game is just you know you keep the ball up, throw it up, pass it back and forth. Uh, you probably like. I feel like it's too easy to keep the ball up. So why don't we throw in some birds into the mix? I was gonna say marbles, but I think oh. <laughs> birds are fine as well. Okay, no, I like this. Okay, we'll we'll throw marbles onto the court, mm-hmm. and we'll have like a professional bird bird tamers, bird wranglers, yeah, to like throw a bunch of birds into the air. So that way, when the volleyball goes up, the birds try to pierce it. Yeah, could we get the dove kid from the second uh, episode? I think he'd be the perfect person for this. Yeah. Okay. And we can put, like, bird feet on the players, so there's yep. also, like, a danger element. Like, yes. oh, the birds are getting hungry and agitated, they're coming for you. Well, what Better if... we the game fast. What if it's the birds that have to keep the ball up? So, you smack it in the air, you try to you try to pass it to a bird. You train the birds. It's whichever team trained their birds better. Okay. So we'll get... So we'll have two teams of professional yeah. bird trainers who will yeah. also train them in professional volleyball. Yeah. Yeah. Now we've got it. So it's like um, teams, like celebrity matchups would be like the Pigeon Lady from Home Alone 2 mm-hmm. versus um, Will Ferrell's character and the producers. And the Pigeon Guy from Hey Arnold. Yes. Yes, he'd be on it too. So uh, any other like famous bird people? Larry Bird? Big Bird. <laughs> yeah, Larry Bird, he counts. Big he can't bird. touch the ground, though. What kind of other birds are there? Um, Lady Bird? Harvey Birdman? Yep. He's an attorney. Mm-hmm. He'd be good at having he our negotiate side. the ball up in the air. There we go. He'd be like, that ball didn't touch the ground. Objection. Um, other birds. Um, birdie? Birdie? Yeah. Bye-bye, Birdie? Bye bye birdie. Birdie bots every flavored beans. Um, bird is the word. Family guy. Let me look up some famous birds. Um, Tweety Bird. Um, Wendy Bird. Marty Bird. Stars of Ozark. What about uh Mr. Ping from Kung Fu Panda? Is it sure. The goose's bird. Sure. Yeah. Cranes. The cranes that deliver babies. All right, we can, we got a, we got a few of them here. Yeah, it's a good team. So this could be a really good celebrity matchup. <laughs> um, the Olympics of birds. Yeah, and then all of the audience would just be bird watchers. This is perfect. It's really we good. Finally, have an audience. Yeah. Um. All right, that's it. That's it about competition. Susie shows up uh, on camera in the end. Uh, what about Mo's freaking Wajay out? Uh, is that the treadmill girl? No, Wajay is the uh, one oh, of the yeah, yeah, birds. Yeah. yeah, she's like too intense for him. It's fine. What's Cookie do? In oh, Lisa segment? Zemo seeks salsa dance partner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we have to discuss this. Do we? What, what else is there to say? He dances? 
he like Gordy teaches Cookie to dance. Yeah, so I liked um what was the exchange? It was uh, Cookie says to Gordy, "Didn't you used to teach dance?" To which Gordy says, "My title was a dance instructor." <laughs> he was so so many men in so many other lives. Would you watch a show about Gordy? Mm, like it's just mean, called Gordy. Oh, like and it's like a off? comedy drama airs on HBO. Seasons are only like eight episodes. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking? Um, I feel like you're describing. Um. No, I don't think I would. I'm trying to think if there's any shows that sound similar, like Barry. No, I'm talking about Gordy. I know, but I feel like. Gordy, Gordy, would be Gordy too is similar to Barry. Gordy is a janitor at a middle school. He's yeah. dealing with the kind of comedic and dramatic mm-hmm. things that would happen to a janitor who works at a yeah. middle school. I don't like the name Gordy. You don't like the name? How about Gordon? No, I not. I don't like that being the title of the show. I think we need to be like gr- janitor like gr- going, growing Gordy, growing Gordy, going um, Gordy, going Gordy. Gordy. Yeah. Uh, go- Goosey Gordy. It's all gone, Gordy. Yo, that's good. All right. Yeah. Um. Okay. No, I don't want to watch a show. You don't want to watch the show. <laughs> I'm thinking it can air right after Succession. Yeah. No. Like go going from Succession to uh, I already forgot the name of the show. To uh. It, it all it's all up to Gordy. It's, it's all, all gone, Gordy. Yeah, it's all gone, Gordy. Yeah, but but Gordy's up. It's Gordy down. <laughs> God needed a fighter. Yeah. Um. He got Gordy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, Gordy Almighty. That could be good. Gordy watch um, that. becomes God. I'd see what kind of shenanigans he'd get himself into. Yeah. Um, all right, all right. So, Ren, um, mm, I don't want to be friends with Feynman. Yeah, Feynman doesn't like Ned. I, this is one of my favorite. I love the fast to the point cold opens. Yeah, this was good. Moe's, uh, says, Ned and Cookie, you need to be friends with Feynman because I like both of you and I like Feynman, so be friends with Feynman. Walks away, leaves them together. Feynman just says, I don't like you. And see. Runs away? Yeah, Cookie does run away. Which is odd. It's because Cookie runs away because he doesn't want to be part of the storyline. <laughs> he says, I'm going to go do a different plot. Um, thank you. Goodbye. Hang out with a weasel for a bit? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Feynman, though, like... I mean, kind of sleazy. That's, it's rude to just say to someone's face that you don't like them. Yeah. Kind but, of... like, um, imagine you're Feynman. Every week, this kid, Ned, yep. you never stop hearing about him to begin with, but he's always just destroying the school, blowing it up, uh-huh. making people's lives a nightmare. Yep. And, you know, this is a, this is, has to be a culture shock. Mm-hmm. He just moved from another country. Yeah. Now, what is this? Mm-hmm. School survival guide? I have to survive here, too? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's pissed. He's like, people respect this kid? <laughs> uh, this makes no sense. And then not only that, his girlfriend talks about him all the time embarrassing embarrassing humiliating yeah um i believe ren this is what i'm led to believe um 
prior to the events of this episode, Feynman loses his wallet on the school bus and Ned finds it and um, goes to return to Feynman and Feynman has all of his money in the wallet. All the money is still there. However, a picture of Moe's is missing. I, I, it's funny you bring that up because I also noticed that subtext yeah. running throughout the segment. Yeah. Um, and I believe that Ned took the picture of Moe's out of Feynman's wallet. What do you think it says about Ned that he kept that picture? You know, he, he has a stable mm-hmm. life. Yep. He, you know, he's not really in a relationship right now, but he's in a stable pace, place emotionally. Yeah. Why hold on to that picture? I think that he, I think it's saying that he yearns, like, he wishes that he was more adventurous than he was. I think, I, I agree with you. I think Ned's kind of looking at Cookie mm-hmm. and seeing, like, how Cookie approaches life. Yeah. And has that double thing going on. Mm-hmm. And is noticing that he's not seizing it as much as he can. Yeah. Um, and so I think that all of this gives Feynman enough reason to not like Ned. Would you dislike Ned in his situation? In Feynman's situation? If yeah. so- someone took that like out of my wallet? Uh, yeah. Probably. Would you, would you be mad if someone had a photo of Jenna in their wallet? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, especially if it was taken from my wallet. Yeah. How Maybe. would you confront that? Um, hey, I noticed that there's a picture that is no longer in my wallet. But oh, it no, I didn't take that. Oh, I, I'm sorry. Have a good day. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so, Feynman here is a soccer prodigy. Ned's going to try to talk to him about that. Ned mocks soccer. Feynman cries. Uh, Feynman does cry uh, at Ned mocking soccer, the national sport of his country. (laughs) Uh, What about Ren? Um, Moe's wants to find someone to go to a nail salon with. What a plot. I don't care. We spent a whole season on Moe's looking for a friend who's a girl. It's... I can't believe we're back to this again. Why are we doing this? And like, I, I thought she, like... Mm-hmm. I thought she already found friends that were girls beyond Susie, too. Mm-hmm. Well, and so... What kills me is, like, so we get this, and then also in the previous segment, we got Moe's being all worked up about... Oh, I need a rival. I need a rival, which... Ned, I think Ned's the one that makes the comment of like, now that, oh, um, if it started two weeks ago, that's when Susie left and you and like, you didn't like Susie. Yeah. What the hell was that? Yeah. <laughs> they, they were, they were best friends yeah. up until the moment she left. Like, cool. I guess that everything that Susie brought to the table is out the window with Moe's. It's um, such a reductive way of mm-hmm. looking at their friendship. No. Also, what does it say about Moe's that she asks her entire volleyball team if just one person wants to go and get their nails done with her and not a single person is interested? No, they run away from her. Yeah. And we don't even get, like, a moment to reflect on that either. Mm-mm. There's no explanation for why the student body is so reviled by Moe's. Yeah. Um, maybe it's because she's hanging around with Ned. I mean, look, Feynman, Feynman gets it. So, um, she's going to be looking for that. Cookie, like, loses a pen, and then uh, I looked away for two minutes, and then is friends with the weasel. Yeah, the weasel had the pen. 
Yeah. You didn't. You literally didn't miss anything. Cookie loses the pen. He goes <laughs> to the library, and the weasel hands him the pen. Yes. Um. Uh, did this steal from Community? It uh, the writers were from the future. Yeah. Went back in time and stole from Community. <laughs> okay. It, it's a fill of the future situation. <laughs> okay. They shouldn't have done it, but they did. Yeah. Um, because I was like, I've seen this exact plot line before. And there was. Yeah, Solo from Community. Yeah, uh, so Cookie's get up a friend, the Weasel. Which is it fine. It's interesting stuff, because when you have Chang paired up with a monkey, yeah. you, know, you can do just about anything. Greendale's already such a wacky setting. Mm -hmm. Just like uh, James K. Polk Middle School. They all naturally graduate to Greendale, right? They, I mean, where else can they go from here? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so Cookie's gonna set up the weasel in his locker with, like, a little dance party thing. That's fine. I don't really consider them friends. Cookie and the weasel? Well, I don't- I don't put my friends into lockers. Can you befriend an animal? Yes. Can they befriend you? No. So, like, what are you to them? Are you their pet? You, they're your friend. What are they mm -hmm. to you? What are you can't be their friend. No. So you're their no. pet. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, but I don't put my friends in the lockers. What if, if your friend them... wanted to be there? Yeah, I mean, that's so on they them. They could never escape you. I'm not going to do it, though. Friend. That's on them. I'm not going to put myself out there and do that. Um. So Cookie will put the weasel in the locker. Dance party. Mose is going to have a friend, Sylvia Gumpopper. No, she's not. Yeah, no. Uh, Sylvia Gumpopper is just gonna talk and pop a lot. Um, Ned's gonna try to set up Feynman as well, Ren. Yeah, Ned throws money at the ground. Which uh, Feynman walks by and picks up. And Ned's like, aha, you could have given it to the main office, but instead you're walking away. And Feynman's like, anytime I find money, I donate it to charity. Bryce, if you found $10 on the floor, would you keep it or bring it to the main office? Um, depends where I find it. Like, if I'm just, like, in public, and I find a $10 bill on the ground. Um, you gonna go to your school's main no. office? No, I'm probably gonna keep it. If I'm, like, at work, or if I'm, uh, I don't know, like, if I'm in a place where it's, I think it's reasonable that this $10 could find its way back to the owner... Then yes. But if I'm like, if it's just a $10 bill and I don't think that it's reasonable that this $10 bill finds its way to its owner, I'm keeping it. I mean, fortune favors the bold. Fame and fortune favors <laughs> the bold. Yeah. Um, I once found, I found a $100 bill once when I worked at Canopy. I once got tipped a $100 bill when I worked at Comnata. Wow. 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 We loved that escape room so much. That was... <laughs> I can't believe they had to close down because they did something as simple as never installing sprinklers. Mm. I think we should stop talking about it, Ren. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't want to get uh, in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> the wrong people. <laughs> you can't pick up what I'm putting down. Um, hey, Renan, get down. Get funky. I hate bad dancers. Yeah. Um, as does Moe's. Mm-hmm. That's She's just always talking about how she hates bad dancers. Yeah. How she doesn't respect people who can't mm -hmm. dance well. Yeah. No, if you can't do a jazz square, get the fuck out of here. 
Moses' famous line. She lives and dies by that. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, let me set... Uh, I believe what uh, she was going to say was... School. Well, I know who you are. You're here to suck out my brains and bring them back to your mothership. But you can't have them because I have a head protector. Look, do you want to buy the candy bar, you crazy... Bad dancer. Long way to go for that one. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Moses was gonna call her a bad dancer. She was obviously upset. I mean, you know, it fits. Yeah. Uh, my fart belongs a Mose. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a dumb joke. Oh, my heart belongs to Mo's. Yeah. Yeah. They like to, if they can ever make, like, an accent joke with him, they go for it. Um, the Mina of Ned's. Yes. Except Brazil is real. Yeah. Um, <laughs> except Brazil is real. Red, do you think that the writers of Ned's Declassified should have made up a country for fun? For, uh, I think famous? they should have just used Bahavia. You think so? Or do, or even better, Dubinia. Dubinia. Let's get yeah. some Dubinian representation. Positive Dubinian representation mm -hmm. in media. Yeah, the only time I've ever seen Dub the only time that I've ever seen Dubinia mentioned in a TV show, it was negative. Very negative. <laughs> it was not good. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Um... What if, could that be one of my options for the next thing we watch is just that episode 50 times? 50 times. 50 times. Why not make it 52? A year. A year of du the Dubinia and uh, Bahavia. We go insane. <laughs> Every single week we'd have to watch Corey expose his bare ass. We'd have to watch Corey get thrown into a, uh, a fountain. I don't think our sanity could take a month of that. No. Um, Ren, I have to be honest here. I lie a lot. About what? Well, when I said that I was going to take that money and give it to charity, I was actually going to go buy a DVD. What? Yeah, and in fact, I do... Uh... I what is it? I find Missy very attractive. Uh, and I don't know, bro. What else, what else I say? don't know. I don't know. Bro. Okay, no, no, no. This is what Feynman says. This is what Feynman says. <laughs> um, I'm quoting Feynman. Oh, Feynman Fortune. Feynman Fortune. Oh, even he seems a little bit too old. Saying <laughs> that. Yeah. Um, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Uh, what does he say? I was trying to think. What does he say about dancing? Nothing. He doesn't say. He just skips over that. He finds Missy attractive. He was gonna buy a DVD, and he just yeah. doesn't want to get his nails done. Oh, that's what oh, it and is. He's the prince of Brazil. Oh well, he tell yeah he to once told a girl that he was the prince of Brazil to like kiss her or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Not appropriate behavior. Honestly, no. Um. And this episode's interesting because it sets us up to dislike him. Like, I don't like Feynman after seeing this. I mean, the, the big reveal at the end is that he's a big old liar. Yeah, and it's hilarious because Ned's... Ned's Ned is like, me too. 
the boy's personality lie. changes every few weeks. <laughs> now Ned's known for lying. Ned is a chronic liar. Okay, sure. Sure, Ned. Um Yeah. Um I like Cookie's little bit here where he says, Gordy, because he shows Gordy, this is my friend the weasel. Gordy, can we um can you promise me that if I can train the weasel, that the weasel can stay? And so he sets up this super elaborate like weasel like uh trick obstacle course obstacle course path. And he explains it all, and then he opens up the cage, and the weasel just jumps out and attacks Gordy. They're arch enemies. What was uh, Cookie expecting? I don't know. I it's don't okay, know. though, because Gordy knocks out Missy. <laughs> yeah. For really no reason. Other than Missy gets really hurt and can't get her nails done anymore? Yeah, collateral damage. Yeah. Um, who's being... Is Gordy being sued here? The school... Uh, why why not just sue the weasel? Sure. Cut out the middle, man. The weasel doesn't have any money. We'll take his assets. Okay. Um, okay, right, Ren. Finally, the mo- the question everyone listening has been wanting to hear us answer. Ren, uh, which one of us is the positive and which is the negative? I, th- I think you're the positive and I'm the negative. Interesting. What do you think, Bryce? I think that we live in a uh, in equilibrium, l- l- limitless void, <laughs> uh, a barren universe of nothingness. So, I mean, that's one way to look at it. Yeah, what do you think about uh, the goth people? <laughs> Mark Downer and Sarah. Yeah, uh, we'll never see him again. No, that much is clear. <laughs> well. I mean, do they die at the end? Did they die at the end? They were electrocuted. Yeah, they got pretty... A lot of people were electrocuted here. A lot of people died at the end of this one. Yeah, uh, Lo- Loomer and Crony. Crony died, they get fried. Mm-hmm. Cookie holds them in place. Yep. They electrocute one another. Yeah. Uh, and it's um, a reenactment of the last Harry Potter movie. When, this is actually uh, where J.K. Rowling got the idea. Yeah, she was watching Ned's. She saw Mark and Sarah kiss and zap each other, and she said, "Yeah, Voldemort and Harry could do that with their wands." Perfect. Now yeah. I got I got an ending written. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, J.K. is like Bruno. We do not talk about J.K. He's a bad guy. Uh, not a not a fan. Um. So. Uh, what was I gonna say? Uh, Mark Downer. Yeah, Cookie zaps. They all zap each other. A bunch of people getting zapped. You know who's not getting zapped? Moe's and Feynman. That's right. They don't feel any spark when they kiss. Well, Feynman does. All right, Feynman. Moe's doesn't. Moe's doesn't. Feels nothing. Um, well, he's uh, a big old liar. Yeah, so that's true. Maybe he How doesn't. How does she know what to feel around him? Yeah, we see this really uncomfortable like scene where they first kiss. Moe's is like, it's a big date. Um... I'm going to finally kiss Feynman after, I think, because I won't have nacho breath. And we don't see the date. Um, Makes me think it never happened. You think Feynman just walked <laughs> back I, to his house? Yeah. I think I think most came outside to go on the date, and then Feynman immediately turned her around and said, hey, this was a really great date. And Maybe that's kissed. why she didn't feel anything. Yeah, because these dates are insignificant. Maybe Feynman, like, made up, made up a lie. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're going to kiss uh, on the front porch from Back to the Future 2. And Moses is going to feel nothing. Um, I like when she goes to Dr. Xavier about this. Wouldn't you? Yeah. Is that Fabio? Is Fabio in this? Yeah, that's the real Fabio. Okay. He didn't say anything that was like... I wanted him to say something that was like, yes. like I'm put him... Fabio, children. Yeah. Children, uh, children, children. children. I'm, when Fabio comes into this world. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there is still Magic Mose at Fabio's movies. In Fabio's movies. Is Fabio a movie star? Or was he a model. In, in soaps ever? Uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Fabio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Model. Yeah. Um, there's a winner of Survivor named Fabio. You think he's related? Is that why they have the same name? No, they called him Fabio because he looks like Fabio. But uh, youngest, I believe he's the youngest winner. Oh, he ever. plays the Pope in Sharknado 5. <laughs> uh, um, okay. Um, Ren... What else here? Like, anything else? They're gonna keep kissing. They're not gonna feel anything. They're gonna set up a whole thing. There's a dove guy. Yeah, there's a, there's a dove guy. I like him. Hope he comes back. Um. Every day I look at the sun and yet I feel no warmth. Yep. Is that a, a Mark Downer quote? That's a Sarah quote. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Bryce, let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. Which do you prefer? Yeah. Industrial noise or yeah. rotting fruit? <laughs> yeah. Industrial noise. I wrote down. I, I was just looking at that one. Want to hear some industrial noise? Not the not the rotting fruit. No. <clears throat> I don't. What does that sound like? Just flies. I mean, you could look at it. Mm-hmm. You could okay. paint it. You could smash it. Mm-hmm. What else? I wouldn't need it. Okay. Um. Oh, Bryce. Want to hear yeah. something interesting? Sure. Fabio said he sleeps in a hyperbaric chamber yeah. he believes it reverses aging. Um, and how's that working out for him? Should we start sleeping in diving chambers? Uh, sure. Does that mean, is that what, uh, where Durga sleeps? Uh... Where she drowns? Oh, where she drowns? Yeah. Yeah. We can her in that. Well, I mean, we're not do- I'm just... Well, I, well, we can use the chambers to reverse our aging. Yeah. But like we, we, you know, if Durga's if Durga wants to drown in one, why not, right? Yeah, he's got space. Um, here. Uh, hold on a second. You see that one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I play, um, let's just talk about Fabio, and then we'll be done with this segment. Is that good? Yeah, he was in an episode of Roseanne. Mm-hmm. He was in an episode of Step by Step. Yeah. He was in Yes, Dear. He was in mm-hmm. the Weird Al show. He was in Neds. Mm-hmm. Um, Fabio came to the rescue of his, of his friend who got sucked into a cult that believes in aliens and the end of the world coming. That's nice of him. That's, I'm looking at 35 facts about Fabio. Um, FabioInc.com. That's going to be... Um, oh, he might not be earning any Oscars for playing really parodies not. of himself, but Fabio did find a nice niche on the small screen as a spokesperson. Ren, pop quiz. What was Fabio's spokesperson um, gig as? 
I can't. You can't believe it's not butter. I can't believe yeah. it's not butter. Yeah, you looked it up. I I looked I looked it up, but I also remember those commercials from when I was younger. Yeah. Um. Mr. Big Bucks. Okay. Big. Big Bucks. The film. Yeah. How how much um bucks? I want my sixty bucks. Oh, okay. Okay. I have a pitch for you. Sure. We remake the movie Big. Mm-hmm. Pretty much shot for shot, exact same thing. Yep. Instead of Tom Hanks as mm-hmm. the big guy, we use Fabio. So I I love it. And here's what I'm thinking. Okay. So we actually use Fabio as both the big guy and the kid. So but do we... we like do we do like a Lord of the Rings thing where we film mm-hmm. Fabio a little bit down so he looks shorter when he's kid? <laughs> so we we could do that, but I don't think we even need to do any tricks. I think that we film Fabio as the older parts. And then we put him in the Bakta tank or whatever the tank that he uses <laughs> is. And then he comes out and he's the kid. And he's the child. This is perfect. Yeah. Uh, I think that, our, like, it, it's free money. I think. Um, all in all, positive, negative. Uh, it's, it's a fine time. Negative plus a negative equals a positive. When I was in middle school, yeah, my math teacher taught us positive and negatives mm-hmm. by using life and death as examples. <laughs> so, two positives. It's a good thing if two good guys are alive. <laughs> uh, <laughs> There's not a good time for me to be drinking water. <laughs> two, it is everywhere. Two negatives. Oh. Bryce, do you want to know how two negatives make a positive? Sure. If you kill a terrorist... So if you kill someone which is bad, a terrorist who is bad, that's a positive. And that's how I learned about positives and negatives. Oh my god! Okay, no lesson should ever be taught regarding a terrorist. (laughs) There is nothing to gain. Was terrorism not a key part of your education growing up? No, no, no. I went to Catholic school. Oh, right. Catholic? Let's. What did she say? Let's cut this short. Let's have a look. Let's get to the root of this. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a Catholic. God a fighter. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. So is she upset that he's becoming um a father because she wants to date him? She first she hates him because she's yeah. a Catholic. Yes. Then he gets into a car accident because he doesn't want to be an actor anymore. No. He becomes a priest who doesn't like that. Yeah, I'm confused about the cause and effect there, but okay. Well, Mel Um, Gibson is in it. But okay, but you said he doesn't want to, he gets into a car accident because he doesn't want to be an actor anymore. Right. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, is that what, is that what happens in Hollywood? I mean... I gotta look at some car report incidences in LA to see if that's what's happening. Like, oh, uh, I didn't... what's the what's the report gonna say? Like, this guy got into a car because he didn't want to be an actor anymore. Yeah, it's gonna be like this guy auditioned for uh, the reboot of All in the Family, didn't get cast, got in a car accident. Yeah, but in this scenario, he's rejecting. I mean, he's reacting to a rejection. It's not that he doesn't want to be an actor anymore. Mark Wahlberg, Father Sue, he's giving up. 
you know, the crash is symbolic of him giving up. Well, on yeah, team. I'm just saying in the in the case of the guy who didn't get recast in the All the Family reboot, um, I think that he's giving up at that point. He's like, oh, I'm done. Let's yeah. let's rebuild his spirits and cast him in Father Stew. <laughs> the sequel? Yeah. yeah, I heard it. Um, okay. Okay, this is like a real man. Should we get the real Father Stew in my high school gymnasium to ask questions to? Yes, and make sure you bring back Amy Adams' stuff. <laughs> I have some uh, yeah. questions from the office. I asked her questions about Enchanted. What'd she say? I asked the stud devil <laughs> questions about Enchanted. Um... I asked her if she was if she had been Amy Adams' stunt double before, and if she was her stunt double in the Disney movie Enchanted. Was she? Uh, she was not. No, because I wanted to know if it hurt when she had to stunt double the cartoon sections of Enchanted. <laughs> so, um, okay, Ren, uh, let's be done. Let's be done. I think that I think that we need to be done. I think that we need to draft some characters. Yep, you're right. Um, I made my list of TV shows, uh, but uh, my list is ten, and it needs to be eight. Is that correct? Well, I currently have six. So I yeah, could I could adopt two of yours. But I would feel I would feel bad doing. I feel like it needs to be equal because, like, I won't feel like I won if I have unfair odds. I mean, <clears throat> I guess it. I guess it depends on what oh, the ten you have. Yeah, we also might have some of the same. Yeah, I um, doubt it. But <laughs> yeah, I also have. I gotta be honest. Just as like a little teaser, I have more concepts than TV shows. Ooh, interesting. I like that. So um, yeah, yeah. When life gives you lemons, um, so fresh, so clean. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> was that a concept? Are you ready to draft? <laughs> no, what happened was I have a spray bottle of water next to me that I use sometimes when Lily's barking and it says so fresh, so clean. It has lemons on it. So I started with the lemon thing because I saw the lemons and then I didn't know what to say. So I just read the rest of the words on the spray bottle. When life gives you lemons, so fresh, <laughs> so, fresh so clean. <laughs> yeah. Um, so and then after i said it i was like ren's gonna be concerned <laughs> about what just happened okay so let's recap our teams here this is the final pick right yep okay so um ren i have oh geez you gotta help me out i gotta help you out you gotta help me out because i wrote this and as i wrote it last week i said um uh, my pen is dying so oh, it's not shit. coming out so we need to remember. It looks like it's his venom. <laughs> I did not draft venom. No, it was my pick. So is it possible that I drafted venom from the Spider-Man movie? Who could you have possibly chosen that we can um venom? It's Vanessa. Vanessa's grandmother. Oh. Yeah. It would have been. I almost uh, casted Eddie Brock's Venom. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so I have my team is Cumberbatch, Grinch, Boomer the Bear, President Martinez, Ned Bigby, um, 
one, two, three, four. Corey Baxter makes five. Connor Roy makes six. Movie Mason makes seven. Vanessa's grandmother is number eight. Ren, your team is Iz from Read It and Weep. <laughs> um, Mitchell Musso's Cletus from Hatching Pete. Morris Adams. Uh, Stanley's, uh, not from The Office, but Corey's got a bone hand. <laughs> um, Mondale, the dog, Shivan, uh, Tom's dog, Paul Owen, who's a real person. <laughs> um, last week, you'll have to remind me of these. You went with Buzz. Yep. Who is? He's Crony and Loomer's right. third guy. Yep, the third in Ned's. And then you went with, uh, Joe Kingston? Joe um, Kingman. Kingman from, sorry, the pen was dying, from, uh, the longest, uh, uh, Hayden, um, nope, the, um, Madison Pettis. Yep, the game plan. In the game plan, not the longest yard. Did you say Morris Adams? Uh, Morris Adams is on here. Alright, just making sure. So, um, Ren, 8-8, eight and eight, I believe it is my pick first? I do think it is. Okay. So, um, let me pull up my list, because this is it, Ren. This is all we got. Then we're drafting shows. Um, I have, let's see, just to tally it up here, I have one, two, um, three Cory in the House reps. I have, um, only one Nedzy Classified rep. <laughs> No, I have two because I have Vanessa's grandmother, Ned oh. and Vanessa's grandmother. So you know the main cast, the core core members are all here. Um, do I want? Okay, friend. Um, I will take Seth Powers. You're gonna take Seth Powers? Yeah, he's very athletic. Um, yeah, baby. I'll take Seth Powers. Um, All right. Yeah. I'm going to go with P-Cookie. P-Cookie. That's okay. I, the cookie incarnation. I almost took Cookie Um, <laughs> just now. Literally, it was between him and uh, Seth. So that's perfect. I figured this would be, I figured this would be our only potential overlap. Yeah. Uh, good. So P-Cookie is here. Uh, remind us who P-Cookie is. That's when uh, Cookie got all fancy and fun. Yeah. Uh, I, P. Cookie. It's P. His Cookie. music career, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, so is he, he's here as P. Cookie, but does he have any elements of Cookie? He has whatever traits Cookie had when he was P. Cookie. Okay. Um, okay. Ren, I think last... But not least, I'm trying to think. Out of everything that we've watched, um, let me go with Doctor Strange. <laughs> can I take Doctor Strange? Yeah, you can take Doctor Strange. Okay. <laughs> um. Okay. Perfect. Uh, oh, oh. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah, so I just wrote the letter D. The rest faded out. So if I don't remember Doctor Strange, it'll have to be someone else with the letter D. All right. 
Okay. So you've got Doctor Strange. Yep. And I have to make my last pick. Last pick of this draft. I mean, now that you've picked Doctor Strange, I feel like I have to pick, step up my game. Yeah, it's all stuff that we've watched. Alright. Yeah. All right. I gotta really think about this one. Yeah. Right, if you've got Doctor Strange... Mm-hmm. Right, then that I I'm gonna go with Patrick Bateman for my last pick. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ren, who is Patrick Bateman? Patrick Bateman is the protagonist of the film American Psycho. <laughs> he is an utterly insane serial killer. Yeah, is he gonna have access to a um a a video store on the island? I don't know, Bryce. Things might get dicey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, perfect. Okay. I'm worried about people <laughs> dying. Um, and if he, every time someone from your tribe goes home, I'm worried that they are not going home, but they're in fact being off by Patrick Bateman. It might happen. Okay. I can't make any promises, but mm-hmm. people might die this yeah. time on Survivor. Okay. Oh, wow. So this has been the draft. He's some good teams. Rand. we're still like four weeks out or something like that from actually yeah. making this reality um makes me sad i wish that it was now but <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish it could be over now too bryce <laughs> no, no. i wish all of this could finally end well what neds <laughs> yeah i'm done i mean like i wish i wish that i'm looking forward to it so next week like how are we doing this this draft of the tv it's not a draft we're just assigning tv shows yeah, to we're characters assigning TV shows to specific characters okay um are you taking the four or are we gonna do eight and eight and then we each do two what do you mean are you taking the the four shows that are being carried on from the tournament oh okay i got what you mean uh let's just take two and two which ones do you want um I'll take Keenan and Kel okay. and Full House. Then that leaves me with Batman 66 and iCarly? Yeah. Okay. I, if we get... We can't... Oh my god. If Full House wins? Even iCarly is... Um, if iCarly wins, does do we get to choose between the reboot and like iCarly? I think we have to watch into the okay. reboot. Yeah, because we don't stand a chance in that space. You know that, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, not that we stood... Uh, I mean, we already have the, like, Boomer Boys on us for Neds, but, um, if we do iCarly, we're, we're done. I can't wait to start, uh, revealing which shows we have. Yeah, are we, we're just gonna do them all next week? Do you want to do them all next week? I mean, I guess so. Man, I'm excited. Me too. Yeah. Um, well, so let's next week, like, because I think we we'll, we can spend a decent amount of time on that. We should yeah. still watch two episodes of Neds, but like you know, let's like watch it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, let's watch Doctor Strange instead. <laughs> the first, the first one, the what if ones, or should we try to find a, uh, you know, bootleg of may- uh, Mayhem of Madness or whatever? Mayhem of Madness. Yeah. Multiverse of Bryson Ren at the multiverse. Bryson, yeah. Raisin Ren go to the multiplex. The Phantomplex? Um, yeah. Okay. Well, so let's, um, yeah, we'll watch some Neds next week. We'll talk about it. Uh, we'll talk about Brace and Ren. 
his future. And, I, I, um, part of me almost wants to do it now. You wanna, I mean, I'm feeling so giggly, Ren. You want to go for it? I think we got to just do it. You want to pull, rate, pull rate, let's rate these episodes, pull up a Google Doc, let's just do it. Okay. Mm. The, the energy is right for it. it. The energy is very much so right for it. Let's, uh, uh, yeah, uh, Bryce and Ren episode rating. Ren episode rating. Rate the episode. Okay, Ren. Um, so, fundraising competition. Um... Like a six. Like a six? Yeah, I actually kind of... I didn't dislike these episodes. I mean, you love Survivor. I like competition. I like Survivor. Yeah. Yeah. I made a new tab for the Survivor characters, by the way. Oh, perfect. Oh, we, yeah. There they are. Yeah, we we have access to the sheet. Might as well just use it. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm going to give this one a... I'll also give it a six. Okay. Um, I think we were more or less on the same page. Yeah. And then for... Oh, it's in the same tab. Same tab. Uh, making new friends, positive and negatives. So, I mean, I liked it, but at the same time, like, who asked for tips on positive and negatives? Yeah. It was, it was just, it was a weird concept for an episode. And it was more related with, like, the literal scientific positive and negative. Than you would think. It like, was it, like... It, it's way too educational for Neds, I think. Yeah. Alright, I'm um, glad you put down a six for me too, because that's what I'm feeling. <laughs> Character. Let, let's go on to what actually matters. Yeah, let's I, I wanna just get the junk out of the way. Um Alright, I'm gonna quickly write out uh who we have here. Okay. Um Cumberbatch Crinch. Um Boomer. And so essentially the way that we will be doing this is um we should be assigning like the things the shows that we want to be getting picked should technically be going to the people who we want to succeed. Yeah. Is that that's correct? I think that makes the most sense. We're okay. basically uh treating it as sponsors, right? Yes, exactly. Yep, like they are sponsored by this. Um Conroy Movie Mason, God bless, I'm so happy he's out there. Uh Seth Powers. Uh, oh, yep, um, yep, nope. Is that everyone? That's the crew. Nope, it isn't. Missing one. I also missed one initially. You got Cletus? You're missing. Oh, no, yeah, you got Cletus. No, I, I got my 10. Um, let's see. Cory Baxter's on there. I'm missing Ned. Our Ned, who doesn't have a last name? <laughs> Ned Bigby. <laughs> Ned Bigby, Bryce! <laughs> big B. Big B. Big B as in boy, as in I always <laughs> get in line for the boys. Okay. I know where I'm getting in um, line. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Ren. Um so I went first in choosing characters. So Ren, why don't you tell us what your um tell us what's going what TV show you're pitching first. Okay, I think I'm going to get the two uh, grandfathered picks out of the way first. Okay, yeah. So I'm going to make my first pick. Uh, I'm going to give iCarly to Mondale. Mm-hmm. So Mondale is Mondale from Succession. Mondale the dog from Succession. <laughs> yep. Is being sponsored by iCarly. Love it. 
Um, okay, why do you think Mondale's not going to succeed? It's, or like, it's not do that you... I don't think Mondale is going to succeed. I just feel like he best represents the interests of the iCarly Corporation. <laughs> okay. You know, dog mascot, it's fitting. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah, I feel I feel good about that. Um, and iCarly would be like, we put this dog on an island. Like, whoa! That's so wacky. <laughs> they do that yeah. on iCarly, the television show. Yeah, Freddy, what do you think? Cheese puffs. Yeah. So. Freddy. Yeah, <laughs> Freddie. I don't know if you watched the new iCarly, but Freddie's like, um, he is grizzly. <laughs> He's grizzly. <laughs> what does that entail for Freddie from iCarly? From to be grizzly? Like he uh, show up, <laughs> and I think it's more of like the actor, but he'll show up and like his face won't be fully shaved. So in some scenes and then next scene it'll be full shaved. Um he's like you like he'll take out a cigarette and just start smoking in the middle of scenes. Um so yeah. Uh he's grizzly. He's not someone you want to <laughs> run into uh at a bar. Um so you gave iCarly to Mondale. Okay, so now it's me, right? Yeah. So I'm assigning Keenan and Kel to something I personally don't want well, I'll give Full House first, because I don't want Full House to win. Out of my crew, who do I think does not stand a chance? Uh, probably Movie Mason. Because <laughs> he's gonna rattle on and on. Uh, both things are insufferable and go on way too long. Movie Mason and Full House. So. Alright. Yeah. So, for my next pick, I have Batman 66. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna give it to Patrick Bateman. Yeah. Uh, for the simple reason that Christian Bale also played a Batman. That's, yeah, it's a good connection. Um, it was, you know, his role as Batman that made him go on to be Patrick Bateman. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's, uh, he's also a fill the future situation. Yes. Um, man, speaking of fill of the future, who knows? Who knows? Um, okay, so Full House, I get a Keenan and Kel to someone. I don't see, I see Connor winning President. I don't see him winning Survivor. You're gonna give him Keenan and Kel? Again. I don't see him winning again. <laughs> um, yeah, I forgot I have all the victors on my team. You do? Well, actually, no, there's one victor I don't have on my team. Who? But, huh? Who are you missing? Get it? Victor. Oh, okay. Jeff Victor. All right, a yeah. little, little bit of wordplay. Mm -hmm. All right, yeah. so keeping keeping with my theme of making sure my characters and sponsors are connected, yep. I'm going to give direct-to-video Disney sequels, oh. which is from Reboot Weep, because we will be weeping if this ends. <laughs> yes, so that would be things like uh, The Hunchback of Notre Dame 2. Hunchback 2, yeah. Pocahontas 2, mm -hmm. uh, Cinderella... A stitch in time. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, perfect. Uh, those will be painful. <laughs> that will... We will be weeping completely. Beauty and the Beast and Enchanted um, Christmas. There, so there that is... Tim Curry movie. Um, Rent, so that is on par then with... It's like That's a concept, so I'm happy to see that you have some concepts here. I do. Um, I'm gonna not give it to a concept first. Um, I do have to give it to um i have dr strange here ren okay 
Yep. He's here. Uh, did you happen to see Spider-Man? Uh, the multi- the new one? Yeah, the Mayhem of Madness. Or any of them? Yeah. Yeah, I saw Mayhem. I also saw Spider-Man Mayhem of Madness. Yeah, Min- Midnight Mayhem Madness, um, featuring Doctor Strange yep. and Tobey yeah. Maguire as Spider-Man. Um, so in that movie, I don't know if you caught it, a little bit subtle, there's an actress in there, uh, Zendaya? Yeah. So she got her start from Dune? It's not Dune. We're not going to watch Dune. Um, We're watching What? So she got her start, I guess, on a Disney show called Shake It Up. Um, I don't know what that means, but (laughs) you and I could be very familiar with it in the future. As uh, Shake It Up will be here, and uh, it's connected, of course, to Doctor Strange. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think it's like, uh, I think they dance, but uh, I, I read one review and I was like, we're in. Um, it it's said it was a bad show, but also too much dancing. Perfect. So uh, I'm glad that you have at least one DCOM, because I actually don't have any. Okay, perfect. Well, it's not a, it's not a movie. No, I mean, I, I'm sorry, I'm in a Disney Channel original series. Yeah, so it's a DCOS. Yeah, DCOS. Why did that not catch on? Huh? Why did DCOS not check on? Yeah, good question. Hmm. Uh, Alright, mm-hmm. I'm gonna give this next one to Joe Kingman, because he's always joking. And uh, my next pick is no. Goof Troop. Oh, okay. The classic animated series Goof Troop. Um, I was scared. I thought you were gonna say Impractical Jokers. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Bryce, we're gonna review every episode <laughs> of Impractical Jokers. <laughs> This, and then we're gonna take a critical man. eye to the impact jokers <laughs> and seasons what sal got up to this week with uh this other guy i don't know any of their other names there's the, joe q yeah. sal and Murr. <laughs> come on bro and one of them like left recently right yeah joe gatto he divorced his wife yeah and then left impractical yeah, jokers left um is it because they chose her side uh, i i think he just left on his own accord okay um yeah because that could be good too that could be good too all right um rent um okay it's so tough because i only have i my list is 13 um and we're only doing i only have spots for eight so i'm also like live eliminating things mm-hmm. all right um <sighs> okay um this is, um, Ren, have you seen Star Wars? I'm familiar with it. It's okay. like that, uh, space series. Uh, Spaceballs. Yeah, they got the Jedi kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Maybe this, good. this, uh, this is a concept. This is called Revenge of the Fifth, uh, in which you and I watch a movie from a series where there is at least five films in it. So we're not watching all five movies. Uh-huh. Um, but we are just watching one of the five movies. This is, uh, this, I love it. In, in the series. Uh, and so how that's decided is what we would have to have like some kind of like bank of movies. And I don't want them to be uh, like necessarily good movies, but whatever. So we'll have a bank of movies where there's at least more than five. I mean, five movies, movies in Bryce. I don't think we're going to find many good movies. No. And then we uh, roll a digital dice each week to decide like which of the five films in that series we watch. I think, I don't know if it's at least five, I guess that it would be which, like the dice would just be decided based on however number of 
movies there are in that series, but I love it. So, um, Revenge of the Fifth, and who who do I think? Um, I just am now connecting. I have two Benedict Cumberbatches on my team. You do? I thought that was part of your joke. No. <laughs> um, but who is related to Star Wars? Um. Okay, so Vanessa's grandmother is related to Star Wars. So I'll have Ow. to. Ow. <laughs> um, Padme dies in childbirth. Uh huh. Vanessa's grandmother is a grandmother, so she also has given birth to children. Okay, there's your Star Wars connection. Yes. Uh, all right, Ren. What do you got? Okay. So next up for me, mm-hmm. I have something that's gonna be a blast from the past for us, or at least it is for me. I don't know what mm-hmm. your connection was okay. to this growing up, but I'm picking Mighty Morphin Power Rangers as my next pick. Oh. <laughs> and I'm gonna give it to Pea Cookie because you know it's a series about style, mm-hmm. about teenagers with style and attitude. And who has more attitude than Pea Cookie? So this would be fantastic, Ren. I was um, explicitly not allowed to watch Power Rangers as a kid. Are you serious? Yes. Bryce, I watched so much Power Rangers. Yes, I've never seen a single second of Power Rangers. Oh my god, this would be so funny. Yeah, um, I assume that it's like rough acting, rough drama, uh, and some pretty bad special effects. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. So not not to spoil too much, but the way that Power Rangers works, mm-hmm. it's an adaptation of a Japanese series. Yeah. So for the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, every time they're in the suits, it's literally footage from the Japanese actors. Oh. And you, you can like tell sometimes that they'll show like the Megazords, and it's clearly in like Tokyo and no nowhere near an American city. Mm-hmm. And are there are there a lot of <laughs> are there a lot of spinoffs of Power Rangers? There are multiple sequels to Power Rangers. Okay, so this would be like the main series. This is this would be the first series. Okay, okay, it would be like di- a dip in our toe. Yeah. Into it. Okay. Um. All right. Uh. Um. Okay. <laughs> so. I only have. Let's see. I kind of want to cross out things I have taken care of so far. Okay, so that's there. Oh, whoa. Um, corn salsa? What? I'm, uh, I'm a list jumped. My Is list that jumped. one of your concepts? Corn salsa? <laughs> <laughs> uh, here it is, here it is. Okay. Um, shake it up is on there. Oh my gosh, okay. Um, okay, I have eight shows left. So only two of these, right? Only two of these aren't going to make it on there? Yeah. I'm fine. Oh, and Revenge of the Fifth is already on there. So, okay. I have, like... Well, let me get rid of that. Alright, so I'm just getting organized, Ren. I don't want to be sloppy here. No worries. Alright, so... That leaves me with... I think I'm only really eliminating one of these, then. Okay, I am. Alright. So... And I know which one I'm, el- I'm eliminating. Um... All right. Have you did you like comics growing up? I love comics, Bryce. What what are some of your favorite comics? 
Uh, currently, my some of my favorite comics. I'm really into Batman comics right now. Mm. Growing up, I really liked Spider-Man comics and the Sonic comics. Okay, so like comics with action. Yeah, comics with action. What about comics with a little bit of like high school drama? What are you thinking, Bryce? Like, uh, thinking? I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. I, I would personally love to visit some of uh, my good old friends in Riverdale. <laughs> Unbelievable. Fred, <laughs> why is that unbelievable? know why it's unbelievable <laughs> have you have you ever been to riverdale i i've personally have never been to riverdale mm-hmm. i'm familiar with the old archie comics okay so a live action version of riverdale is something that has always sounded cool right i don't know if cool is the right yeah. word <laughs> so there's something um give me just um riverdale uh uh show plot there's like a um okay so there's like something um a the main antagonist in Riverdale, uh, his name is the Gargoyle King. In the in, TV in, show in, Riverdale, in the live action TV show Riverdale, the main villain is called the Gargoyle King. <laughs> yes, and so that alone makes me say, eh, I could watch that. That that is insane to me. It is absurd, and I think that um, I think Seth would fit into the world. He's very <laughs> moose-like. He would fit into the world of Riverdale. So I'm going to have Seth Powers here sponsored by the CW show Riverdale. Perfect. I love it. Mm-hmm. God, if that won, that that'd be, that, would, that would be fun. I mean, maybe it would be. Um, who knows? There's a lot of drama in Riverdale. So, All right. I My next pick, mm-hmm. it's... It's it's another it's a concept pick. Well, kind of, okay. not really actually. Okay. It, but it's a series of movies. Okay. I'm my next pick is the Infinity Saga, the MCU. Oh. Up to Endgame. That's like um, those are those are uh serious movies. Yeah. Wow. I think I think we could find some fun discussion in them though. Yeah. I mean, whenever we go on our Marvel tangents, they're usually entertaining. That's true. Uh, Captain America would be there. Yeah. Bucky. Doctor Strange. Yes, he would be oh, there. In the spirit of this, I'm going to take away your shake it up pick. Okay. <laughs> give it to... Are you going to give... I'm going to give the Infinity Saga to Morris Adams. Oh, okay. I mean, you could give shake it up to Morris if you'd rather give uh, the Infinity Saga to Doctor Strange. No, no, I think that Morris deserves it more. Well, so hold on. Can we do a trade? You want to trade? I want to trade characters with you. Okay. Uh, Ren, could I possibly take Cletus Poole in exchange for Doctor Strange? Yes. Okay. Uh, perfect. Perfect. Are you copying and pasting that, or do you need me to do that? I'll take it. I'll take it. Hold okay. On. Um, but I would like to. So I also need to reassign Shake It Up. So because I'll I'll take I'll take Shake It Up. Okay. Um. I'll give it to uh, Boomer because he can get down on the dance floor. Well, I don't actually mind relinquishing one of my picks so you can have one of yours back. Um, no, this is okay. I, I, I think you might have... I don't know. I think you might end up having a better pick than me for what my last pick is. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you then. Um, so what? Do you want Shake It Up on your list? Yeah, put Shake It Up on Doctor Strange. But... Okay. Okay, we just traded. Give him the Infinity Saga. 
Oh, you're right. <laughs> you just trade it so you could do that. Just believe right. shake it up here, and then if you if you need uh, a phone a friend, I can give you my sixth one. Okay. Okay. That's okay. Old. I'll ask you what it is at the end. Okay. Um. Okay. So, all right, the Infinity Saga. We could see how how does it all lead up to end. So we would only watch up to end game. Yeah, and then we'd stop. And then we'd stop. Then we'd stop. Even though there's more. Well, the Infinity Saga is over. Yeah, I guess so. Um, we can discuss t- it as that. Like, what if what if they stopped making movies there? All Would movies, a satisfying series. Not even just Marvel movies, but all movies. All if all movies ended after Endgame came out, mm-hmm. would cinema as a medium, you know, would that be a good note to close things on? Probably. Yeah. Until you reboot movies. Yeah. Until you reboot movies a few years later. Yeah. Okay. Um, you want to know what's next? Yeah, I want to know what's next. Okay. Um. So, out of all the comedians in this world, Ren. Um, there's one that I've always particularly liked. I think you might be a fan of him too. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Oh my god. Yeah? Okay. So, uh, you're familiar. He had a very popular NBC show, Seinfeld. Yeah, the Seinfeld Chronicles. Yeah. And then after that, he was paid a lot of money to do a web show, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. <laughs> oh no. Right, Ren? Well, that's right, Bryce. Okay, so are you with me? I'm with you. Okay, so I'm going to pitch to you comedians and sitcoms getting canceled. Um, <laughs> this means we are watching the likes of Whitney, Dr. Ken, Mulaney, <laughs> um, Rob, which is a show that had, uh, who is it? Uh, the one that's friends with Adam Sandler, Rob Schneider, is that his name? Rob Schneider. Schneider. <laughs> so would we be watching like these short-lived sitcoms all the way through and then moving on to the next one? Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, we have... Uh, I I have six of them on here, but I don't. I wrote the Carmichael show. I don't know what that is. I mean, that's probably um, enough to cover a whole. And Andy controls the universe was an Andy Richter canceled show as well. Um, but yes, these are all like shows in which the they, they were inspired by Seinfeld to try to do their own thing, and uh, they did not do well. I love it. So, uh, this is comedians and sitcoms getting canceled. <laughs> um. I'll give it to the prez. Um. All right, Ren. I'm excited. What do you got? All right. My next pick is The Legend of Zelda 89. Are you familiar with the old Zelda cartoon? Um, no. Is I mean, well, excuse me, princess. You're familiar with the old Zelda cartoon? That's it. But that's, that, that's the extent. About it? How much of that is there? There's two seasons of it. I don't think... Wow. I think it's like 20 episodes altogether. Okay, okay. I watched all of it when i was young Oof. it is horrible <laughs> horrible 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 uh i love it there is i mean i'm sure there's so much that we could juice from there oh absolutely uh, the, the juicer would be jealous of what we'd be getting out of it and i'm gonna give this one to morris adams because he like link is a hero oh okay <laughs> <laughs> is he i mean he saved the kids from boredom his mom took him out of school. Yeah, that's that's his that's his prerogative. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, okay. Uh, this was not a super exciting pick, but I feel like uh needs to be here. Ren. Oh, so okay. Actually, no, no, no. We're good. We're good. I was about to be like, oh no, there's something that's supposed to be here that isn't, but I'm it's covered in something else. Um. So. 
something that is really appealing about Riverdale is that it features, uh, I believe, Dylan Sprouse. Yeah, it might be Cole. Um, One of the Sprouses. And so the other big it's Cole. Okay. Uh, the other the Cole. So the other you know big Cole Sprouse show is of course the Sweet Life on Deck. Um, the follow-up series to The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Rand, I've never seen a second of this show. <laughs> um, Me neither. So I, I figure it's in there with Shake It Up uh, for a Disney like vehicle that... This one actually did well. I think it has three seasons. Yeah, um, people generally like this one from what so I it, it did well commercially. I don't know if it's good. I'm going to tell you it's probably not good. Oh, I'm sure it isn't. So, um, you know... I'll give it to Corey Baxter uh, as he is our our fellow bad Disney show representative here. Uh, and that's that. Yeah. Sweet Life on Deck. So uh, next up is mm-hmm. a franchise that you or I are going to probably discuss sooner or later regardless if it wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Saw. Okay. And I'm going to give it to Buzz because Buzz Saw. So we just watch, uh, we watch uh, all the Saw movies? Saw one to spiral. Okay. As well, we spiral into yeah. madness. Is spiral, spiral, uh, that's the one that's based on the book of Saw, right? That's Chris Rock. Okay. He got <laughs> slapped. He was in Saw. Yes, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, that's good. I mean, we would do that and then it would be done. You know what I mean? Like, we'd get through nine. 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 Uh, mm-hmm. Then we'd have to do this again. <laughs> We'd go right back to the beginning. I'm I'm okay with that though. If it's for Saw, yeah, I'm um, too. We could we could even revisit this. Yeah, and I'm happy that Buzz is the representative. I think that's a good pick. I'm excited, by the way. I'm anxious to see who Paul Hoenn's gonna be sponsored <laughs> by, as he's from the show Life, <laughs> as you've indicated on this form. He's a real human being. <laughs> um. Okay, uh, you and I talked about this. I think last week um we kind of threw around this concept and i was like this could be fun uh brace and ren sell out uh you and i were gonna watch five 30 second ads for a particular product or theme each week uh and then each the first half of each podcast episode is us discussing the ads Mm -hmm. and then the second half of episodes is you and i presenting uh a new set of commercials for next week and then either you and i like debate and decide like Oh, like I think this set's gonna be better, or we just like put the set together and then we put up a Twitter poll and we let our like two or three followers uh, choose. I think that's a lot of fun. Old commercials, I think, do have an appeal. Yeah, they don't all need to be old. Yeah. Yeah. You know, okay. Could, you know. Yeah, they don't have to be. You're right. It could be like a Geico ad in which a woman sits at a diner and eats uh, French fries and coffee. <clears throat> Ren. Yeah, Bryce. Have you seen that commercial? The commercial you sent me? Yeah. You, did you watch it? <laughs> no, I didn't yet. I could tell. <laughs> I could tell. It's not a good one. But if this wins, uh, maybe you'll have to we'll, watch it. I'll, we'll have uh, to. I'll give it to Ned because Ned's a sellout. <laughs> um, Ren, sellout. Okay. Only uh, two spots left on either side of the board, Ren. So my next one, mm-hmm. uh, I guess it's another short one just by virtue of its name. I didn't really consider it when I was coming up with it, but it's called Summer of Christmas. 
Okay. Basically, each week you well, we'd alternate who's picking the movie. Yeah. And I would, you or I would have to be responsible for picking a Christmas movie. We'd have to watch. Each Love it. Until the summer ended. Love it. I'm gonna give it to Paul Holman because he strikes me as a Christmas man. Um, I'm obsessed. I mean, the <laughs> the only bummer is that we've already watched the Grinch films, but we could always go back to that well. Yeah, you can you can <laughs> just pick the Grinch three times in a row. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, I, I would really enjoy watching some more Christmas films because the the season doesn't allow for enough time for it. Yeah, it so uh, I'd be so down for that. Um, all right. So I guess uh, going off of that kind of idea, um, I have uh, you want. Um, I'm trying to think of the best way for me to present this to pitch this. Okay. So earlier you and I were talking about Bobbio. Yeah. And I was like, has he been on? been in any soaps have we seen him in any soap operas uh rent soap operas come out i think like uh five episodes a week right okay so it is physically impossible for you and i to watch and then eventually end uh podcasting about a soap opera yeah uh however i thought about what about daytime at night uh in which you and i uh each week we watch either an episode of The View or Ellen or Soap Opera, pretty much anything that is like prime time, uh, that is daytime television. Yeah. Um, we just watch an episode of that and then we talk about it uh, and we just keep going through that until we lose our mind. So like, okay. I-, I think at the end of each week we'd be like, oh, what do you want to watch next week? And it'd be like, oh, let's check out Days of Our Lives. <laughs> like, uh, let's see what Ellen's up to. Or like, I hear the girls on The View have some good chats going on. This would lead to such bizarre results. Yeah. Like, so the, it, it, the podcast would get so chaotic so fast. Well, I mean, maybe. maybe I bet each I week mean, we'll just it, be... You and I, like, jumping between soap operas and daytime. Yeah, because we'd, we'd like be like, oh, this week we're going to watch Wednesday's episode of Days of Our Lives. We'll have no context <laughs> of any of it, and then it'll be over. <laughs> um, or, like, uh, I guess The Price is Right, and... Um, Let's make a deal fall into the same category. Jeopardy. Daytime. Uh, Jeopardy's nighttime. They don't air it at daytime? It airs at 7. They don't got reruns during the day? I mean, they might, but it's not like, it's not new TV. Uh, TBS is always airing the Impractical Jokers during the day. (laughs) I'm thinking, I'm thinking the networks, Ren. We're not going to waste our time with TBS's Impractical (laughs) Jokers marathon or, um, USA's, uh, Let's open up the storage vault show. Watch some lost reruns. No. Yeah, it's not reruns. We're watching, uh, you know, new network daytime content. I guess, I don't know if Good Morning America falls into that or if that's separate, but yeah. Uh, and I got to give it to Cumberbatch Grinch because <laughs> he's our, our daytime aficionado. Um, daytime at night. Because you and I would record at night, so. Yeah. You know. We All right. Watch, uh, we, watch, we could watch some local news. We could. Anyone, anyone's local news. Yeah, Bra- Brace and Ren talk about Fox 25 News at 5. <laughs> Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, Alright, do you need a phone a friend for Stanley? Yeah, what, what was your, what was the pick that you were gonna have to drop? Uh, Dog with a Blog? Dog with a blog? Yeah, uh, it's a show about a dog that has a blog. Hmm. That's all I. That's all I know about it. I might take it. 
Yeah, you get. I'll I'll, I'll 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 let you decide ultimately. Well, because, okay. Because my last remaining pick is similar to something I already have. Okay. It well, was. It was the DCEU. Yeah. I figured it, that would be it'd be fun because you know I like parts of it, mm-hmm. and I figured it would be torture for you at some points. Yeah. Uh, could we? I would be okay attacking that onto Infinity Saga, mm-hmm. and then I'm not attached to Dog with a blog. I think you and I should have an open forum real okay. quick to determine what Stanley should represent. Okay. Um. So he likes things that are spooky. Alone in the dark. There's a show called Alone in the Dark. You don't know Alone in the Dark? Is it like a... What am I thinking? Are you, are you afraid of the dark? Are you afraid of the dark? Okay, yeah. Alone in the Dark, I was like, is that like naked and afraid? That's a movie. So like, is it... Uh, are we watching something like that? Or maybe like the Goosebumps TV show? Um, I think they're... Uh, they're, sim- they're like a similar premise. They both deal with like anthology horror. Okay. Uh, um, what's the Tales from the Crypt as well? That one's like, I hear that one's like good. Yeah, that's like an HBO one, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Goosebumps could be pretty cringe. Yeah, let's throw Goosebumps on here. Okay. Um, yeah, I think it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Um, and so, Ren, that leaves me with, uh, Cletus Poole. Uh, Ren, the last thing I'm gonna throw in there is The Life and Crimes of Mitchell Musso. Uh, in which we watch his entire filmography, oh. um, except for his voice acted stuff. And the reason why not his voice acted stuff is because he actually has lent his voice to such characters as Aang um, in Avatar, oh. which I did not know. Um, That's disappointing to hear. As well as Jeremy Johnson in Phineas and Ferb. So um, that would be that would be too much. We'd still have to watch all of Hannah Montana, though. So it would only be the episodes of Hannah Montana with Mitchell Musso. Amazing. So if he's not in it, we wouldn't watch it. Um, and he would also watch his uh, the show where he's like king of the jungle or something like that. But he <laughs> leaves after the second season, so we wouldn't get to see how it ends. Great. Um, and yeah. Yeah. Write it down. Okay. Um, and yeah, so that's why I wanted Cletus. Because uh, we would have obviously need to rewatch uh, Hatching Pete. Wow, look at this list. Um, I would honestly be happy with, I think, if, like, just about any of these one. I, I think yeah. Full House is the only one, or if that one, I would probably be genuinely upset. It's, um... That is a nuclear option <laughs> right there. It is scary that it is there. It's scary that it's made it to this place through the events that it has. But I, I don't have a lot of faith in Seth, uh, in not Seth, in Movie Mason. Mm-hmm. So I'll have to see. I'll have to see. Um, But I mean, now the real bummer is that now we have to wait. Yeah, like four weeks before we even get to see any of this play out. Um, so. Well, what what's our schedule next? We've yeah. got let's <laughs> let's. Well, I said that in a way of let's uh let's you know <laughs> find find a way to get this get this in so we can get excited. If we do, th- oh, shit, how many episodes do we have to do left? Okay, uh, let's see. So if we do three episodes next week, mm-hmm. we can wrap this up in two weeks. 
All right. Um, <laughs> wrap this up into... <laughs> um, but we did tell Mitch that he was going to be on for the penultimate. Why don't we... Um... Okay, hold on. Let's see. Season three. I'm just looking at the list here. So we have... Uh, one, two, three, four. Is this five episodes left? Yeah. Okay. Um. <clears throat> okay. Let's. I don't know. Do we want to commit to? So we have a few options here. We could either just do Survivor next week, <laughs> and not do Nets. We could do... No, we have to complete Neds first. Okay, okay, okay. So then, do we want to watch the rest of Neds? Um, That's too much Neds. That's five Neds, and the finale is a double length. Yeah, it's an hour, right? Well, 43 minutes. Um, What if we did... I'm not attached to, like... We can tell Mitch whatever. Um... (laughs) Like <laughs> Mitch on literally any episode, he's not gonna care. No, like whether we're talking about Ned's or not, um, he's not going to give a single shit. No, we could like we could have him on the jump in, <laughs> the jump intermission. Okay, so do we want to watch everything except for the finale next week? That's that's four episodes. Four episodes. It's uh eighty six minutes of Ned's. Fuck. <laughs> Um, but maybe it would be good to do this all in a big batch. Like, do all of it? No, no, not all of it. Okay, okay. Next four. Because looking, like, looking briefly at the, uh, (laughs) descriptions, or vaguely looking at them, it looks like there is at least some kind of thread. Yep. And if we, we... yeah, if we do it, we should, um, we're not going to go through the plots of all these. We're just jumping around. We physically can't. No. I think we would die. No. Um, Mo steals the gross CPR deal. Okay, CPR doll. <laughs> Just also from Community. Um, Ned and Mo's pretend to date. We've seen that. We don't even know watch that episode. <laughs> we skip it. No, we can't skip it. We're so close to the end. Okay. We didn't even skip the one that isn't on the DVD. I mean, that isn't available anywhere yeah. but the DVD. Yeah. Well, so Ren, let's um, I'll let you choose whatever we're gonna watch. Okay. Let's let's do all four next week. Okay. Because the fact of the matter is, we're gonna be watching the finale in two weeks, anyways. Mm-hmm. We might as well make it so it's our only point of discussion. Yeah. Because I I don't want to push this three weeks. No. That seems that seems so inconsequential. It's only three weeks. Yeah. But you know, Cause... two more weeks, then we can do Survivor. We can do Jump Intermission. Yeah. Have our uh. Mm-hmm. Go into whatever wins. Full. So half. that means that means we'll have Mitch on for the finale, hypothetically. Would that be the three weeks to him? I don't know. Maybe oh. something will get lost in the mail. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we'll bring him. On. Like I'll just tell him, Mitch. When you want to be on, you can be on. Exactly. <laughs> we'll, we'll let Mitch handle this. I'll tell him he doesn't need to do any homework. He just needs to show up. Just show up, talk, we'll fill in the blanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Um, uh, yeah, well, that's is a plan. Alright, um, so like Jerry Seinfeld once said, uh, let's get this coffee, Ren. 
and let's become comedians in car. Yeah. Father, Father Stewart. <laughs> uh, all right, Ren, I gotta go. Uh, have fun hanging out with Feynman. Oh, we gotta, yeah, we didn't we like, end this episode. Off. We didn't do that. The episode never ended. <laughs> oh, man. So do I gotta cut out me saying what I gotta cut out? No, I think you have to leave that in. All right. Uh, like us on TikTok. <laughs> find <laughs> us at your local grocery. Take care, everyone. I hope you find me at your local grocery. Goodbye. Bye. Uh, which aisle would we be in? I'm going to be in... I don't know. Where would I be? If I was going to hang out in a grocery store, where would I go? No, 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 no. What aisle would... It's like, if you're on the shelves... Yeah. Like, what aisle would, have, would I find a Ren in? Oh, all right. Yeah. What aisle would I be in? Mm. House goods? In a grocery store? Yeah, home goods. You So you would be with the Swiffer? I'd be with, like, anything you'd find in a home. Literally nobody goes down that aisle. Maybe I want to be left alone. Okay. Be on the shelves forever. Overpriced home goods. What, you think that's a bad life? I get to live I think a it's a bad life, yeah. A free rent? Yeah. I never die. Yeah, I'd be with the yogurt. Yeah, and eventually you're going to expire or be taken home and eaten. So that mm-hmm. sounds like a fate worse than death to me. Yeah. Better to have lived and loved and yogurted than to have never lived or loved at all. When life gives you lemons, so fresh, so, so fresh, clean. So clean. <laughs> Did you end this? The episode's done, right? Yeah, it's, it's done. done. <laughs> okay. Bye, Ryan. Bye. <laughs>